Hi besties, thanks again for joining me as promised. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about my triathlon, the process, some of the questions that I got, and a little bit about what that looked like. Um, Even if you are not interested in doing a triathlon, there might be some nuggets for mining in here. So um, I hope that you all enjoy and take take out something from this episode. Thank you again for being here. So one of the reasons why I decided, the main reason why I decided to do a triathlon was because one of my coworkers had access to one of the race entries and offered it to me. And they said, you can do it. And I said, are you sure? Are you serious? You think I can do it? And it took them believing in me for me to believe in myself. And I decided, okay, yeah, I can do it. And so I decided to dedicate myself the entire month of April. I went from not knowing how to swim. I thought I knew how to swim, but it turns out that treading water in and sitting by the side of the pool having snacks and a drink is not knowing how to swim so I had a big wake-up call on my first swim day I remember I had this big anxiety about putting my face in the water I remember even asking one of the coaches I have to put my face in the water I didn't understand that this was part of the process so I spent my first day along the shore going back and forth practicing simply putting my face in the wa- in the water but I didn't allow that to discourage me because I knew that going forward it was just going to get better from there so I continued to show up for myself so this this triathlon that I signed up for without knowing how to swim was a big challenge for me because this means that I am shifting my identity. I was identity warping from a person who did not know how to swim to eventually the final destination, a triathlete. And identity warping, and as I kind of spoke about a little on the last episode, is can happen when you skip steps. So it doesn't... For me, it wasn't, oh, I need to know how to swim first before I sign up for this triathlon. Or I need to have a bike, which I didn't even have a bike before I signed up. So just signing up, just deciding that that is what I want to be, that is what I want to do, and just going for it. And the rest of the, the the things they fall in line they fall together because you are already headed that direction there is no caterpillaring in oh i'm going to allow not having a bike hold me back i'm going to allow not knowing how to swim hold me back i didn't have a wetsuit i didn't have goggles i didn't have anything that required that was required of this and what you know when I was showing up to the clinics they would say yes it can get expensive it can add up but beg borrow and steal so I was 
I was lent a bike by an old housemate, which I feel very grateful for. I found a wetsuit on OfferUp, which is a local, I guess like Facebook marketplace um, app. And I, I found goggles that I ordered online that express shipped in three days. So everything just happened so quickly. The materials will come. The decision needs to be made first. Okay, so what is a triathlon? A triathlon is a sport that consists of three sports. I mean, a race that consists of three sports. It is normally in the order swim, bike, run. And this is because it goes from the least impact to the most impact. And also... If they put swimming last, for example, and you have run out of energy biking and running, you're not out in the water where it's dangerous and you are out of energy. So swimming most times will always come first because that is when you have the most energy and that is where if you run out of energy uh, riding a bike, then you simply just stop. Or if you run out of energy running, then you just stop as well. So usually they are in this order i did the sprint distance there are different distances um, anything from an itsy bitsy which is half of the sprint distance um, and then the sprint distance there's an international distance then there's an olympic distance and then there are ironman distances and if you're interested you can look into those but the the sprint the sprint distance that i did was a quarter mile swim, a 10 mile bike ride, and a 3.1 mile run. So one of the biggest questions that I got during this process was, how did you stay committed? Now, for me, it was very helpful to know that the container, this container of the commitment was one month. So it had an end. It's important that you set a container that has an end because you need to be able to see it or else you will get discouraged. And and it's easy to just say, oh, okay, then I'm not, I'm just not going to show up today because you know, I have an indefinite amount of time. So it's important to have a container, a date. Um, that's why signing up for races, signing up for events, things is is very crucial because at least you have a date and end goal in mind. So have an end goal, a container where there is going to be an end. Now, knowing this, knowing that willpower is limited, we have to work with ourselves not against ourselves to work smarter and not harder so what did that mean for me so willpower is limited okay and because we know that willpower is limited it is going to run out eventually we cannot rely on willpower alone so we need to put as many things in our life on autopilot as possible so for me work was on autopilot i cut out 
any social interactions that that would expend energy so i was not hanging out with friends i was not even seeing my family i was not joining people on outings i there were sacrifices that needed to be made for me to conserve my energy my energy was going strictly to this training this month-long container that i had set for myself and when i tell you all having routines is extremely crucial so having routines so that things are on autopilot you don't have to think about it it's kind of already embedded and making sure that these things are already part of the plan so there is no oh if i feel like it there is no oh if this then it is it will be it is already in my schedule this is what it is going to be so for me that that month of April looked like on Mondays I was trail running on Tuesdays I was track running on Wednesdays I was going to swims on Thursdays I added an additional swim because I needed the the practice on Fridays I had rest and on Saturday mornings I was waking up for either a short run or a bike ride and on Sunday mornings I was waking up for the swim clinics so for me the biggest thing was the swimming for the bike ride I would do that so the swim clinics on Sundays would have a bike ride at afterwards I knew that I could do the distance the bike ride was not where I was focusing the most of my energy and neither was running I know that I can run a 5k distance so I put those things on autopilot and my main focus was this swimming because I didn't know how to swim so it and and having balance is so important so knowing that this schedule is not sustainable long term because just even talking to you all about it sounds exhausting you can imagine how exhausted i felt some days i didn't want to show up i didn't want to there were a few runs that i just on my my monday trail runs i could just not show up for because i pulled a buttock muscle one of the sundays during the bike ride because i was the bar the bike that was lent to me was too tall for me so it really put me out for a couple of days so i was forced to rest luckily i was forced to rest my running days but i was still getting my swim days in so being gentle with yourself when you can't show up allowing your body to have that recovery because it is extremely necessary that like i said there were some runs that i had to skip and and it added to my rest i would have done that differently i would have scheduled more rest days for myself especially in the running aspect of things since i knew i had that down but looking back i believe that everything happened just the way that it was meant to and i am very happy with the outcomes so one of the other things uh, of how do you stay committed is knowing that because willpower is limited because your energy is limited and you are trying to work with yourself not against yourself is not working harder but 
taking care of the machinery, right? So for example, your car, when your car is taken care of and it's tuned up, you know that it is going to perform. You don't need to, if you know you're going to go on a long road trip, on a long excursion in your vehicle, you don't need to train the car to go the distance all that you need to do is make sure that it is taken care of it's tuned up it has its oil changes it has all of its checkups you know you've checked the air on the tires it has everything that it needs so that it can perform in the same way taking care of the machinery your body me so making sure that i was fueling properly before going to any of my workouts, making sure that I was replenishing properly after my workouts, consuming appropriate amounts of carbohydrates before. Carbohydrates are energy, so making sure that I'm eating enough carbs throughout the day, hydrating enough so that I can show up to my workouts. And then after my workouts, making sure that I have enough protein so that my muscles can recover and adding in the carbohydrates so that they can recover quicker. And also hydration is important, but also sleep. And sleep is so important because miss sleep is where our bodies, our minds recover. It is where we we have that reset, regeneration, our cells are replenishing themselves. And so when you lack that, you are falling behind. And you're not just falling behind an hour or two, you're falling behind exponentially. And I know this, and there were times where I wouldn't get enough sleep one night for whatever reason, and I was not showing up my best for my workouts. So making sure that I was having enough sleep. Also, you know, not consuming alcohol. As I have shared with you all, that's just not part of my life anymore. But if this is part of your life, it it really depletes alcohol depletes you in terms of your sleep it affects your sleep it affects your hydration it affects your your cells and and so just not doing it within that time period i i find would be helpful for somebody who would be training and also for me on a plant-based as much as i can diet because i do still enjoy seafood and all of those (laughs) um, sea luxuries like sushi oh my goodness i am making sure that i am not consuming processed foods or meat because these things processed foods for the most part has a lot of additives that i don't want part of my body and also meat raises the acidity levels in your blood and it causes that feeling of you can't breathe so these were a few things that contributed to all of it but taking care of the machinery is super important in order for it to perform and so what are the things that I learned? Another another one of the questions was, so what did I what did I learn? What did I get out of this? So what I learned and a few of my takeaways and 
was that you are out of breath the entire time. So you finish your swim, you are jogging to the transition area where your bike and your running gear is waiting for you. You are switching out of, and remember that the clock is still running. You are switching out of your your wetsuit and you're putting on your dry clothes and you're putting on your helmet and you're putting on your bike and your running shoes and now you have to jog out of the transition area with your bike you mount your bike then you do a 10 mile ride and then you come back into the transition area and now you're getting ready you mount your bike you you put your helmet back and now you're getting ready to take off on your 3.1 mile run And so you are out of breath the entire time. It took me a mile to feel my feet after that bike ride and going into the run. And I was told beforehand that it's going to feel like you are running very, very slow. And this is just because of physics. Your body was moving at a faster speed while you were on the bike. And now that you are on ground, it feels kind of weird. I guess the best description, comparison that I have to this would be when you're walking on one of those flat moving platforms, like at the airport, and you're walking at a faster speed and then you step off of it and you feel a little bit like your your body still hasn't caught up so that is the best thing that i can describe that feeling to i felt that i was running so absolutely slow i had to get myself out of my mind and not beat myself up for well you could be running faster this is you know you're a runner and i had to get myself out of that mentality of beating myself up while i was running because that gets heavy we don't have space or energy for that and so i just allowed my body to recover i slowed down even more to be able to catch my breath sometimes it's even worth it to just take a step back and allow yourself to reset before trying to push through and for i found that for me that is what worked the best i slowed down i was having an energy gel so that i could recover from that bike ride that swim that i had just done and i after i felt that i had gained a little bit of my energy back then i was ready to put in work on my run those last two miles but not being able to feel my feet for a mile was really disorienting i didn't expect that so uh, i could kind of see where that would be a little bit scary if i wasn't familiar with the feeling and in case anybody runs into that themselves if you're interested in doing a triathlon know that this is something normal and something that you should expect so what did i take away from it i took away that i am powerful and we don't know how powerful we are until we do something and I learned how disciplined I can be with myself. I learned the sacrifices that it takes that 
to be able to do something like this and dedicate yourself to something like this and to be able to identity warp like this in, in the span of a month is absolutely possible. However, there are sacrifices that need to be made. There is work that needs to be done. And I'm going to be frank with you all. A lot of people are not willing to do that. So I feel extremely proud of myself for being able to do something like that. It took a lot of commitment, dedication, effort, um, you know, preparation, planning, making sure that my bag is ready, coordination. It takes a lot to be able to train in this way. And although there are things that I learned, there are things that I am going to get better at, like like improving my swimming, I know that this is possible for anybody that wants to do it if they are ready, committed, and will dedicate themselves the way that is needed and required. It can safely be done. I am living proof. So I hope that there was something in here, besties, to take away. Remember that willpower is limited. Work with yourself so that you can work smarter not harder this is not sustainable a schedule like this is not sustainable in the long term okay it needs to have an end date and this goes with anything it needs to have a container you need to have something to look forward to because when there were days where i was just like i'm tired i don't want to show up i don't want to do this anymore I kept telling myself two more weeks, one more week, a few more days, you can do it. And so having an end in mind is crucial and important. It is not sustainable in the long term. Uh, I was really looking forward to the month of May. It was going to be my birthday. I was going to take some, some vacation and tone down the training a bit and be more in a less structured, in a less rigorous, less masculine container and be more of in my flow and less of that strict rigidness. And so that balance is important. It's remember remembering to have that balance um, that if you spend some time in a container that that is you know very strict very rigid very masculine that you need to balance that out by either having pockets in between or because that was a big block for me having a similar length or maybe even half length block of just not being in that rigidness in that type of container so that is why containers are important because they keep you within a bound and it has an end and you're able to better gauge your energy and your resources so would i do it again i don't know besties stick around to find out and i hope that this helps you in in anything that you're planning to do knowing these things knowing that it is possible you have the power to change your identity from today to tomorrow in the course of a month you can do it 
identity warp. Thanks, besties.